Welcome to the audio newsletter for the Northwestern Program in Sound Arts and Industries. I'm Brad West. Here in Chicago, we pride ourselves on a vibrant improv comedy scene that exists on many well-lit stages. But improv has also found a new home, on podcasts. Today, we'll be talking with a member of Chicago's improv community who is also a part of the cast of popular podcasts like Hello from the Magic Tavern. Sound Arts and Industries student Jeffrey Nils Gardner spoke with Chicago improviser Matt Young about taking his skills from stage to stereo and back again. But uh, but your success, regardless of whatever scale that's happening on, you know, if you have a show that's up and running and it runs for three months and you get some people to come see it, that is a success. You know, like, it's very easy to put up a show that nobody comes to see. You don't lose everything that came before because you walked away from a thing. You still carry forward whatever lessons you learn from that thing, but you allow that thing to have its, its capstone, you know, and then you can create something new. Chicago is a city full of incredibly funny and talented people. It's a town known for brilliant, cutting comedians, venerable training institutions, and meteoric careers. Here's the thing, though. I spent a lot of time talking to very funny people in and around Chicago's improv scene, and I don't think I'm out of line in saying Matt Young is one of the most generous, open, and thoughtful people I've been lucky enough to sit down with. He's joined us here to talk about his life in audio improvisation, collaborating with improvisers from Chicago and around the world, and how he brings his training and experience in live performances to fiction podcasting. I, I sort of fell backwards into audio <laughs> performance. We had done the improvised Star Trek show as a live show first. It ran for about a year. It was a late night uh, goof, essentially. Like uh, Griffin Eckstein and, and Charlie McCracken, who started that show, decided that they wanted to do like a sci-fi improv show like and it was going to be at midnight we knew it was going to be like you know a midnight show at a, in a comedy theater you're going to have a slightly drunker audience it's going to be a little goof it's going to be a little wilder it's going to be a little looser you know it just has a certain feel that isn't necessarily like seeing an eight o'clock show as they were developing it i, I think that i I'm, i hope i'm getting this story exactly right but it originally was like generic sci-fi was the idea and then like they talked more about what they liked and they're like, let's just do a Star Trek show. That's what we really want to do. So why are we not doing it? Once the show was coming to an end, uh, at that point, Nick Wagner and Chris Ratchin were talking about how we could potentially like remount it or what we could do. And this idea of doing a podcast came out of that. And it was something that Nick wanted to, to experiment with. So we went to his house and really the difference was you don't get that immediate gratification or response uh, so it was, a, it was a little tricky at times at first because, like, you can read an audience, a live audience in a way that helps you know where maybe the thing is going next. Not that you're, like, pandering to them, but, like, they're going to let you know if they like something or don't like something. And I think, interestingly, over time, I think we were a little timid probably at first uh, to react to each other. Because if there, we, let's say there's seven of us in the room at any given time, you know, as the cast of that show, two or three of us are in a scene probably. We're not probably not all seven in the scene. 
and you can you start to kind of like feed off how other people are reacting or how engaged they are <laughs> in what's going on. Uh, so I think we kind of became our own audience in a way, which maybe doesn't sound great, but I was like, well, if I'm doing a scene with Chris and I make, you know, Sean and Mary Kate laugh, then I know if they're like stifling laughter, trying not to laugh into the microphone, I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is good. And you can also just learn to feel it out. Like you're, you can, you, those things I said, like the audience picks up on that maybe they're not aware of, like there isn't a real relationship here. There isn't something that this character clearly wants right now. You know, that's when improv in particular can feel really pointless (laughs) and, and meandering. So there's like that, uh, those Star Trek tropes that lift us up and give us a place to go at times when we don't know what to do. It's like, oh, I, I recognize that this is the A storyline, that uh, Chris's character is having some sort of conflict with his dad. So I'm going to do a thing where as the B storyline, I become like the surrogate father to these other characters. And like, so I, I can kind of consciously as the performer know that like I'm kind of pushing something in that direction. I'm pushing is maybe not the right word. Uh I'm, tr- I'm trying to establish that. I'm trying to like put that out there and be like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of like your dad, whatever. And then maybe those storylines come back together in a satisfying way and maybe they start to spread out <laughs> a lot of wild directions. Maybe somebody doesn't recognize that that's what I'm trying to create that parallel and it becomes a whole different thing, which is can be cool and fun and sometimes is also exciting and good too. But other times you're like, oh, that's how that, that creep starts to happen where it's like, oh, this is going in eight different directions now because – we're maybe just not entirely clicking. Matt Young may be best known these days as part of the wildly successful podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. Magic Tavern is a fascinating show. It uses the plasticity of sound and spontaneity of improvisation to create a rich, fantastical world that careens between the styles of J.R.R. Tolkien and Terry Pratchett. Magic Tavern follows Arnie Niekamp, a podcaster from Earth, played by Arnie Niekamp, who is actually a podcaster from Earth, Arnie has found himself in the fantastical world of Foon, where he hosts an interview podcast with his two friends, Chunt the Talking Badger, played by Adel Rafai, and Usador the Wizard, played by Matt Young. Arnie's obviously still the fish out of water in a lot of ways, even though he's been in this other world for a long time. And it's always going to be interesting to me to do that basic premise. Bring Bring in a guest who's a fantasy trope, have Arnie interview them, have uh, Chunt and I respond or help or support because we can we, we can always choose to be like, oh, I don't know anything about this guest or I know everything about this guest. So we get this pivotal point of like we can help lift them up or we can ask pointed questions of like based on what we know about the show to help them look good and feel good and find something interesting that like fits in with the lore of the show to a certain extent. Um, I also feel like when things contradict themselves, I'm always perfectly happy to be like, well, those things were both always true. <laughs> you know, like uh, magic. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm never going to be too precious about it. Like, I don't want to like do something that's like obviously like breaks the show. But um, it's to me, it's always more fun to be like, yeah, that was absolutely the truth. You know, I said that other thing before, also completely true. So to me, yeah, the core of the show is those people. Magic Tavern spends a fair amount of time touring, performing live shows around the U.S. and now internationally. I was fascinated to hear from Matt how performing with improvisers from outside of Chicago was different from those who practiced locally, and what remained the same. I I think most cities, if they have a lot of improv in them, they start to kind of develop their own 
personality. Like just the way theater scenes in different cities are have a different vibe, a different feel, you know. I, I think that starts to happen with the comedy stuff too. Um, I love performing with the people in LA, and they they've been so great. They are so focused. I think I think because if you're the type of person who moves to LA and you're going to have a career in performance and acting and whatever comedy, you got to have a lot of confidence and you've got to like know what it is you want to do. And that's the type of people who are there. And they come in with an idea and they're like on it. They know what it is. And then we get to play with that idea. And it's very cool. It's very fun. It's very like it feels so safe for them to be so confident right out of the gate. In Chicago, it's not that people aren't confident, but they're more in the mindset of like, well, I don't know exactly what this is right at the top. And maybe we're going to find it together. So it tends to be more of like a – Soft, it's the soft, the softer start. Like we, we start a little like, oh, cool. Like we know, like, well, because what we do is like we say, pitch us an idea of a character. It's got to be like a sentence long. And people will be like, I want to be an elf who's mad at his dad. Or I want to be a troll who lives under a bridge, but always wanted to live under a gazebo, you know, whatever stupid thing. And then sometimes we'll, we'll kind of help them guide towards the thing where we're like, oh, we kind of had something like that recently. This other one sounds really interesting. Maybe combine two of them because sometimes one is like a real strong fantasy trope and one's a real strong emotional choice. And we're like, well, what if that elf is also the guy who really wants to become a newspaper <laughs> writer? You know, like what that because that's a fun. Also, it's a funny thing to cram together, you know, like um, and the people in Chicago are so game to do that. And they're like, yeah, whatever. And like the people in L.A. are like, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> you're like. In a great way, like I said, like it's it's awesome, and it feels like they're taking care of their stuff, and we don't have to worry about it, and it's, and it's cool. Uh, in London, uh, they have such a fun; their style is so playful, and like wit. It, it's such a. It feels like a cliche, but it was very witty, witty and bantery, and and it felt like it, it fit in really well with us. And they they understood all the tropes, but yet they also weren't afraid to like go a little blue. <laughs> They know they're playing against the stereotype of what uh, – of their culture. You know, they're like – like I think all comedians do. It's like you're you're kind of poking fun at culture and pulling the rug out from under it to draw attention to like this thing we do is kind of absurd. And since there is kind of this sense of more like formality or more upper crust and the history of, of things that they bring to the table um, – uh, they know that they're they're poking holes in those things too, and and they do it in a very sly way that I found just delightful. <laughs> it was really fun to play and 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 really surprising. Like I was like, oh, I didn't think we were going to go there, and we did. Magic Tavern also performs with a lot of non-improvisers. Guests have ranged from activist and blogger Corey Doctro to fantasy author Patrick Rothfuss. One of the things that impresses me most about the show is how you can hear the more experienced improvisers collaborating with and lifting up those who are newer to the art form. I have found over the years people who, understandably and totally naturally, you go into that situation afraid. You're like, I, I don't know how to do this, and I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable. And like I said, some people don't. They just come in, they have the conversation, because that's really all you're doing. You're just talking to somebody and listening and responding to what they say. If you are afraid, you tend to want to control the conversation. 
if you come in and you say, well, I am this thing and this is what I do and this is how I do it and I and I try to interject as Usador and then I, well, but I do this and I'm this is who I am and I control, 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 control. Totally fair, totally understandable. That's not a that's not an admonishment. Like I get it. Uh, the trick can be to then be like, oh, hey, I'm just going to gently ask you these questions and kind of bring you out so we can start to have a back and forth instead of you kind of talking at me, the trick is to learn to talk together uh, because they they kind of have a background or a story in their head and they just want to get their story out because that is safe and it's easy because it's prepared. Um, and then I think without an exception, ultimately what happens is we sort of slowly sort of bring them out and be like, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna have a little back and forth here and you're gonna learn some new things along the way that you didn't plan already. <laughs> and and they start to see the joy of that. You can hear Matt's work at theimprovisedstartrek.com, probe.libsyn.com, hellofromthemagictavern.com, or on the podcast app of your choice. A huge thank you to Matt Young for sitting down with us, and thank you for listening. You can learn more about our program through our website sound.northwestern.edu or by emailing sound at northwestern.edu You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the audio newsletter of Northwestern University's MA program in Sound Arts and Industries. Today's episode, Improv and Audio Theater with Matt Young, was produced and narrated by Jeffrey Nils Gardner and featured an interview with Matt Young. Our show also featured music by Blue Dot Sessions and Brendan Baker. Subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Northwestern Sound to learn about how sound works at Northwestern. Northwestern.